Welcome to the Live Into Your Brilliance podcast. I'm Al. And I'm Bellows. We're best mates, and every Friday for the last 15 years, we have chatted, we've turned the world upside down, giving it a good shake, and you're seeing what falls out. We were fortunate enough to discover the best news about the human condition and the root of all creative potential. It literally blew our minds and has changed our worlds. We then had the bright idea that we should share this with our family, friends, and clients, and we saw quantum shifts. And so we thought we wanted to share this wider and further with all of you. So with our guests and listener questions, we want to take you on a journey to blow up illusions, deepen our grounding in mind-blowing truth, and make a difference in all our lives. And most of all, we want to have a good laugh and have fun. Come along for the ride and discover how you can live into your brilliance. Well, hello, brother. Welcome to the first episode of our podcast. Yeah, this is exciting. Yeah. How are you feeling? I feel good. I feel excited. I'm I'm feeling pumped. Like, I, I want to... I want to get this going, man. We've been talking about doing this for years and uh, I'm excited to just jump right in. Well, let's do that. And I think, uh, you know, I think a great place for us to start and it's what we'll probably do over the next, you know, two, three episodes perhaps is to explore what is the best news that we ever heard Um because it's changed our lives. We've seen all the, like we've seen the ripple effect of that news. But I remember hearing it for the first time and it, it's, it's one of those things you got to hear again and again and again, and it just gets deeper and deeper. So maybe we'll have a stab today at how it, how we explain what the best news we ever heard was. And then as we have people join us, we'll have them explain it and it will kind of, we'll hear it from multiple different perspectives. How does that sound? It sounds good. It sounds really good. Uh, it's, it's The funny thing is that I, I think what will become apparent to our listeners um, is that um, it's pretty simple, but it probably will require multiple episodes to uh, unpack. And so, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the reaction is and what questions we get from our listeners because I can already imagine some of the characters who are going to be dialing into this are going to be uh, are going to be emailing in some some zingers. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I think it's a great place to start. Like, yeah, I think it's a great place to start. So I'm I'm excited to explore this and and share what we've both learned. But I, I, I have a question for you before we even go there, before we even get into the, you know, what is, what, what, what was the news? What is the news? Um, where were you when you first heard it or what were you doing that you got exposed to it for the first time? I was on a walk on my holidays in Croatia and I heard it on an audiobook. And I remember the moment so clearly because when I heard it, uh, I would say 20 years 
of searching for what was wrong and what I needed to find in order to fix what I thought was wrong fell away in a split second. Damn. Where were you when you heard it first? Probably sitting at this desk talking to you. (laughs) In fact, I know I was. I was sitting at this desk talking to you like I am right now. You know, we were doing our usual Friday give the world a shake routine. Mm -hmm. And you, you laid it on me and I was like, holy shit. And I was like, what, what did he just say? Let me try wrap my head around that. And then I remember for the last, or for the next, like weeks and months, I was like trying to, trying to just wrap my head around what you had unpacked. And, and the, yeah, and the journey started from there. And like, and now I, now I just use it, you know, every chance I get. I share it every chance I get. My problem is I sound like, as my daughters and my wife will tell me, they're like, stop being preachy. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I've got to learn not to be preachy. I've got to learn not to be preachy. I've got to just tell it um, as it is. And it and it is super simple. And it's actually quite cool because I think one of the guests we want to get on this podcast is the legend that is Mavis Khan. And she's just like the master of keeping it simple. And so that's been really good is just how to keep it simple. So with that, shall we shall we get into it? Like what 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 was the news? Well, so yeah, like the news for me sounds like this that everything that I experience has nothing to do, had nothing to do with the outside world. It was all a function of me creating it from the inside out. And at the time when I heard that, I think why it struck me so much is, you know, I, you know, I had lots of ideas about myself you know, like why I felt a certain way in different things. And to me, it was always like, well, the fact that I'm feeling that way means that it's obvious that there's something that I'm missing. And there's a bookshelf in my office here, and I always look at it. And to me, it's like, it's my memory of the chase, all the books. If I could just find the perfect book, then I would know what to do. And then if I did that thing, then I would feel the way I would love to feel all the time. And it was Michael Neal's book, The Inside Out Revolution. And as I read it, and it, and basically I heard that all feelings come from our thinking. And not all of our thinking. Our thinking is not real. It just feels real because we're giving it power. Um, and... In that moment, I realized, holy shit, I've been making this up all along, and therefore I have no choice but to experience it. And the more attention I gave it, the more real it seemed, the deeper the feelings that got. And so the more I chased, the worse I felt. And at that moment, I just had a realization, this isn't real. <laughs> That was it. It was like, oh, this isn't real. This is, I'm creating this by virtue of the thoughts that I'm 
choosing to put my attention on, and I don't have to do that. And literally, literally, it was like putting down the way I still remember actually being on a one of Michael's programs and having this metaphor come into my mind of like uh, that I, I had spent 20 years blowing up a balloon that could never burst. And it was like, oh, I can't see anything. I keep need to keep putting more air in the balloon. And it was like in that moment of the walkout, I realized all I had to do was let go of the balloon. And it just went, and it flew away. <laughs> and I was fine. So that was me. That's kind of... Have you burnt the books? No. Uh, I've gotten rid of a whole bunch. And then I keep some. Because I'll tell you why, because it's just interesting. Because now the books are interesting to me. So I can tell the books that I was trying to read because I thought they'd have an answer. And I've kept all, and I got rid of most of those. But there's a whole bunch of them that I'm like, I just find them interesting now. Because they're no longer, they're no longer like, I don't have the search for an answer. But there's some things in there that I read them differently. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I might try that. But not because it's going to. Yeah, try that one on the size. Yeah. Not because it's going to make me a better person or more complete human, just because like life's still there to be lived and there's lots of cool information in the world. So, so I have a, they have a different flavor to me now, for me now, but I would love to hear how you would articulate it or how you, what you heard the first time, how it's evolved because it's cool to hear it from, like from different people. I think what I heard the first time was more three principles kind of language. So I think when you articulated it to me, you spoke about mind, consciousness, and thought. And I couldn't really piece it together. Like it 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 sounded amazing. And it and it was. It, I mean it was. Like I did have that holy cow moment when I was like are you telling me that what I feel and experience is all a function of my thinking and that there's a deeper wisdom um, that I can tap into if I don't pay attention to, you know, the noise over there? But but I couldn't really kind of wrap my head around the three P's language. And I still find it, it I still find it like, I still find it awkward in a way. Um but I was fascinated enough to go digging. And obviously you and I just kept, you know, you kept talking crazy. I kept listening. And 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 then I kind of followed your breadcrumbs and and then it started to come into, you know, clearer and clearer picture. And then of course, you 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 discover somebody like Mavis who is like She's like Yoda and and she she says it in a way where she's just like, Oh yeah, you know, it's it's very simple. Um everything you experience is a function of your your thinking and feelings and you just need to pay attention to your feelings and your your feelings are like a GPS or an app and and when you feel crappy, you it's because you're attaching to crappy thinking and when you feel great, it's probably because you're attaching to great thinking and just pay attention to that. 
And then like you hear that and it blows the top of your head off. But then the fun bit is like getting into getting into the practice and the and the experience of it and unpacking it because it's so simple to say. But the way we are conditioned and built, it's like it's so difficult to um to unpack and 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 make peace with because how can it be that simple? How can it be no 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 Mavis this has got to be a little it's got to be a little bit more complex than this like we are very complex sophisticated beings and we've we know a lot we've been taught a lot we've accumulated centuries worth of human experience that that all counts for something like that's and it's like uh not really it accounts for something for sure <laughs> but it's not necessarily all that useful it's useful in the fact that it can be used to uh point point the way but um yeah so that that was my experience and and um you know i'm not being disparaging of 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 the 3p movement i i think it's amazing and the practitioners are unbelievable but i just found the simplicity of a different way of talking about mind consciousness and thought i just found it more accessible and so when i talk about it and and i i um try and point to it because i think it is such an amazing thing to hear i try and keep it as simple as possible yeah um, yeah I, I, and i think you know look our journey i think has been to find our own way to talk about it yeah you know because it's you know, the three principles, and for those listening, the three principles originated with a Scottish mystic called Sidney Banks. And you can check Sid out and would highly recommend listening to some of his videos because it's just wonderful to listen to him and, and experience how he articulates it. He's amazing. Yeah, and incredible. And his story is amazing without going into it. But, you know, he had a, he had a, um, an enlightenment experience where he he saw this inherent truth and shared it, made it his mission to share it with as many people as possible. You know, that's without Sid, there's no Mavis and and all the other wonderful people that we've had the pleasure of kind of listening to and and hearing from. And because the, the words are not really the important thing, it's it's more looking in that direction. And, you know, the thing, because there is the, the simplicity of thoughts and feelings and that our feelings are always telling us the nature of our thinking and our thinking is creating our reality. But you mentioned it before, because the other thing that, the other thing that gives me great peace is knowing that it's not up to me to figure everything out. That when we quieten down, and when we're like, when we're not all, when we notice, let's say we're wound up in our feelings, stress and pressure, I'm like, oh, that's okay, because it just means that I'm attached to the thinking. So I can just wait that out and settle back down. I'll come back to a state of calmness. That from that place, there's a, a deeper wisdom that we all, can, we all come preloaded with, which 
works real time in any situation and provides the perfect guidance just for me or just for you or just for anyone. And all we really have to do is listen to that. And so we'll know what to say and we'll know what to do, but not because we'll intellectually know it, but because we're made of this deeper intelligence. And it took me a little bit of time to kind of really, and I think I'm still, I, I don't think there's any end to this, but I still think that I'm really leaning into the truth of that more and more. And the more I do, it's just kind of amazing how it does always show up. And I haven't ever seen it lead me wrong. And when I talk to people about this, they'll say things like, oh, that's just instinct, or that's just your gut, or that's just intuition. And I'm, all, and I'm always now kind of really purposeful about saying yes. And if you remove the word just from that and really connect with it, it's pretty profound. Because I haven't found someone yet But I said, when you've listened to it and followed, whatever it is you call it, like I've won a client of mine who calls it her inkling, which is like one of my favorite ways I've heard it described. It's like, oh, that's what I call my inkling. And I was like, has your inkling ever led you astray? Never. And I've not found anyone that said, oh, yeah, like when I've really listened to myself, to that deeper part of me, it's led me astray. I've never found anyone. And yet I think the conditioning that you point to is what holds us away from this truth. The conditioning is that our job is to think our way through the world intellectually. And the truth is we just actually, we don't have to do that and it actually just doesn't work. It doesn't work fundamentally. That's the even funnier thing is that the more you do it, uh, it just actually doesn't work. So it's not only kind of poor conditioning, but it's flawed. It's got a fundamental kind of flow on the system. Yeah, I just love the fact that we are not our thinking. That there's, we, the I am, you know, that the mystics and the, and the, the spiritual leaders and, and, and the gurus and the yogis of the world, they've, I mean, they've been pointing here for centuries, you know, um, and, and we are the I am, um, we all have the, 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 the I and, and then there's the me and the me's the, the noisy thinker, the I is sitting on the lazy boy of the consciousness, watching the me, just waiting for the me to shut up. And, um, and so I just love, I love thinking about that because, you know, you talk about, you talk about like that feeling of peace and, and, and I think what I, what I experience is just gratitude. When you're in that place and you're in the lazy boy of your consciousness watching, you know, the poor old me trying to latch onto every thought that comes across your, your consciousness, um, and, and getting into a tailspin is, um, it's just immense gratitude. And that's, you know, that, that I equate to just kind of being in the flow, being in the zone, like just operating from that quiet place. And to your point, when you're there, 
that's when your inklings happen, you know, and you go, ah, I need to go do that. Or I want to create that. Or that's the answer to that thing that's been eluding me, you know, and that it all stems from there. It always has done. We've all experienced it. We just didn't know what to call it or we weren't aware of it. Um, but it, that's where, that's what happens. And, and it, it's like folks listening to this don't even have to believe us. They don't even have to believe that it's true. They just have to experience it once. And then they go, ah, oh, yeah, that's, uh, there it is. Okay. That's where my inkling comes from. It comes from that quiet place. For the longest time, I totally believed that that voice in my head is was who I am. That that's who mm. I was. That was me. That was me speaking. And and so when I saw that, it seemed to make a lot of sense to me to pay attention to that. Because why wouldn't you? It's like you know. So even when people would say like, "Listen to yourself," I would be thinking, "Okay, well, I fucking do that a hell of a lot of the time." Um, <laughs> but I didn't realize I didn't realize that they meant something else, and and just it just kind of really it's just because for me that was so that was almost a hard thing to realize, and because I was kind of stymied a little bit to begin with. I was like, well, if that's not me, who am I? And I realized I'm so used to, was so used to having all my labels. I am my job. I am, uh, I'm Irish. I am uh, a leader. I am, I am, I am. I had loads of descriptive words at the end of I am. But I, I think my favorite um, expression of the I, I think it was when I heard Ron Das say it. And it was, we are all living awareness. I just loved it. I was like, I'm living awareness. The it's the I, what you call the you know the the lazy boy of consciousness. For me, that's the oh, I'm the awareness within which all of this happens. My thinking and my feelings. Mm. It all happens here. And the only thing, the only difference really is sometimes I've lost the illusion of my thinking. So I'm kind of back in that real human space of trying to figure it all out. And then I catch, I catch wind of it and I become aware of oh, that's what's happening again. And that is, that takes a little bit of getting used to, I think it takes a little bit. It's, it's like you say, it's just fundamentally true, whether we choose to believe it or not. And as we go on these explorations, you know, that's what we mean by blowing up illusions. If people are wondering, well, what do these guys mean about blowing up illusions? They're like, there's an infinite supply of thought-created illusions for every single human being. Some of them are shared, and some of them are just uniquely ours that we make up and live in them as though they're real, right up until the point we see through them, just like being at an amazing illusionist show. You know, like I went to see, gosh, I feel like I'm about to throw David Copperfield under the bus, and I guess I am. So I hope he's not listening. <laughs> but I, w- 
I went to see David Copperfield in Las Vegas. And when, when I saw him on television, I think it would have been in the 80s, I was like, this guy, this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And when I went to see the show, unfortunately for me, my wife and my two kids, like we saw his helpers holding up signs to him to tell him, giving him information and showing how the tricks got done. And it was like, oh, this isn't magic anymore. But like that's kind of, I love, I love that, not because uh, I enjoyed wasting as much money as I did and going to see that show, but it helps me remember that, that all my thought created illusions are just that. And whenever, uh, like some of them are really fun and some of them are quite dark, but the dark ones uh, are just illusions as well. And, uh, and that's, that just takes, it's, it's a, once you get used to it, it's a really fun journey because it's always the same answer. Oh, it's my thinking. <laughs> and you kind of feel a bit dumb to begin with because you're coming back to go, oh, shit, I've done it again. Am I just not learning? And it's like, no, you are, but this is how we work. This is how we create our world. And sometimes we just don't do it very well. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, that's, that's the thing. Like we said at the top of this is, you know, it is that simple, but it's, it takes practice. And I think, you know, the journey we're going to go on this podcast and our friends and, and listeners is we're going to explore the practice yeah. um, and how it shows up because the more you get into that, the more grounded you get in it, the more you see it and you realize that you are the awareness in which all thinking happens and all experience happens. Um and you you realize that you have the free will to engage as you please. Um, it uh, it starts to really take shape. So it feels clumsy when you first start out, you know, and you start out on this journey. And I know for me it was it was it was messy. It was like it was a brain bender of note. Um, but then you see it and you're like. Ah, uh, okay. Nice. What what happens when I create from there? That's amazing. So anyway, so I think we should leave it there, mate. I think um that's uh that's enough of a hopefully enough of a teaser to uh get probably two listeners on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that is that is that me and you? <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's probably like mags and 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 um, I don't know somebody like Jamal or, <laughs> or, or yeah. well, our wives hopefully two of our no, fans. they probably won't. They, they might not listen to it, but no, um, they won't listen to this. There's no ways they're listening to no. this. No, it'd be like it'll be like mags and Jamal and 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 maybe Johan and uh, and a couple of others who are like. What are these two knuckleheads up to? But I mean, the, the, in seriousness, though, that like there's a there's a bit of a teaser there, and I think I think the conversation will evolve as we as we peel away the layers. But like you said, 
the answer is always the same. It's it's as simple as as what we've just articulated. But um, seeing it and feeling it is the magic. Well, brother, I think that brings us to an end of this episode of truth telling and blowing up of illusions. Any final words of wisdom before we wrap up? You're welcome. And that's a wrap. <laughs>